Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. And uh, it's nice to see you back here again. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't expect anyone to come back, but hi. How you doing? Uh, so, before we get into the show, uh, we're going to talk about some fun, fun movies. Movie. One movie. It was yeah. just a singular movie. <laughs> and the, the episode would be way too long if we did more than one. <laughs> way too long. Uh, but before we get into that, just a couple of quick things uh, to note. Uh, one, uh, you might have noticed if you're sticking around, there's like at least 50 of you that listen regularly. Yeah, roughly. <laughs> Give or take. Super famous. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, you might have noticed our backlog has changed drastically. So if you're going through the backlog, I'm very sorry. But uh, it no longer exists. Yes, we did a little clean up for a pretty good reason. Yeah, uh, our friend is going through some stuff and has asked us to remove uh, the parts with with them in it, and we did so. So, stuff with Cooper in the in the taglines that's not going to be available to you anymore unless you're a Patreon and you're really <laughs> a subscriber and you really want to yes. go through the oldies and the goodies. Yes, uh, they're pretty good. Uh, they are a very clever person with a lot of thoughts and a lot of opinions. Um, so yeah, they're, they're really fun episodes. Yeah. They're, they're fun episodes, and if you want to listen to them, they're available, I think, still on the third t- on the $3 tier, the same as, like, what gives you the remix episodes, just because I didn't really know what to put those with, so I just threw them That's right in there. That's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, but there's, there's that little bit for you, and uh, I'm also going through and revamping the, the Patreon as, uh, as we go along, because there's more stuff being added, and uh, for anyone who cares, uh, the rpg tabletop game that we're we've been putting together is drastically terrifyingly close to being yes. presentable <clears throat> it is looking every day more and more like an actual book <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if you're uh interested in that keep your eyes out uh, i will be putting up i believe a condensed free version for yes. whoever wants to go and find it it'll probably be on obviously it won't have everything. all of the nitty-gritty details and all the cool stuff but it'll be everything you need to play like it'd be all the core rules because most of them are pretty are pretty similar to regular tabletop game rules but it won't have the lists of all the spells and all the things and all the everything and all it won't have all of the fun (laughs) (laughs) it's it's not actually fun (laughs) oh no no. but it, it, it will have everything you need to play the game and a little bit of a taste for what it's about and how it goes so uh, there'll be that available for free somewhere, and eventually I'll be trying to put out more of a, uh, updated, updatable, uh, maybe subscription-style booklet, like, uh, maybe a book of just all of the monsters that'll be getting updated through the Patreon, and you can find it that way. I haven't decided. It's coming along. I'll figure it out <laughs> as we go in, but, uh, keep your eye out for that. I'll give you some more updates as it comes. But that's pretty much everything. <laughs> as far as random little uh, tidbits and updates from our side, uh, do you want to get into the show? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> let's talk about Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. And the Birds of Prey. <laughs> uh, so I thought, I knew Harley Quinn was going to be in the movie, but I thought it'd have more to do with the Birds of Prey. Um, I thought, like, they were going to be, like, the main focus. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize the actual title of the movie was Birds of Prey and the (laughs) Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's... Um, (laughs) They've changed that. They've actually literally changed the title of the movie to Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Yeah. 
because it's, it's more about her than than it anything, anything else. else yeah which is fine like i it's love a harley quinn movie yeah great harley quinn movie by the way yeah. like, a lot of fun but it was definitely a harley <clears throat> quinn movie and not a birds of prey movie yes uh but that's that's where that is yeah i mean she's really fun and the actress who plays her is really great at it and it mm-hmm. just margot robbie's portrayal of harley quinn is the second best harley quinn from the original portrayal who's in... who's the first I don't know her name, but the lady who does the Harley Quinn voiceover in the animated series where she, like, was born, mm-hmm. where she was invented and created, it's just a very bubbly, kind of fun thing. And Margot Robbie's is definitely the same style, but with a little more, like, 2015 edge to it, which is cool and, like, a nice update for the character. I just have a slight preference for that Joker and the Harley Quinn over most of the other ones. Okay. I get ya. Yeah, they're both great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, ah. Oh. Uh, well, <laughs> that's fine. <clears throat> this Harley Quinn, the Margot Robbie Harley Quinn, is, is super popular. Oh, I yeah. think, like, there's a few reasons because of that. Like, she was the first, like, Harley Quinn to be live action, I think, right? As far as I know, she was the first one to be live action. Or at the very least, the first one that was successful. Yes, the the first one that was, like, more mainstream like mm-hmm. made more popular i think um, there might have been some like homages or even some like easter eggs of a, of a live action harley quinn and in, in shows in like the Arrowverse or something but she's the actual she's an actual character that's gotten her her own development at this point mm-hmm. so it's it's drastically more substantial than any other mm-hmm. and and when she did come onto the scene people loved her oh people shat themselves um, about it like it was you great. know like the the <laughs> the year Suicide Squad came out, every white girl you know was Harley Quinn for Halloween. Yeah, it was the most popular <laughs> Halloween like... costume. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I, I love Harley Quinn. Like, I think she's one of the best characters DC has made, period. <laughs> That's just where that stands for me. Uh, I think there's a lot of nuance to her obsessions and her... Uh, sort of demented desires and needs and the fact that she's still somehow like even in the original versions where she was always a villain and not and less of an Mm anti-hero like she still had a lot of weird goodness goodness. yeah Yeah. there there's a few episodes in the animated series where she leaves the joker like usual and hangs out with ivy wasn't as gay as it used to be as it should have been because you know it was the 90s well there's I know this is uh, diverging from the Birds of Prey movie, but there's that new series on... What is it on? Uh, DC Universe. Yes. um, With Harley Quinn and her and Ivy. Kind of. It's a a little LGBTQIA-MNOP. You're so Um. close. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sometimes. There's a lot of like... Like it hints at... There's Ivy a, having feelings. Yeah, there's a lot of affection towards each other, but they're also, like, it's, I don't know, that show has a lot of issues for me for many reasons. But one of the reasons is, like, and don't get me wrong, if Ivy and Harley Quinn, they're both be bisexual, that's fine, that's normal. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so much of the focus is more their friendship than anything else, and that's also fine. But it's almost as if they're pairing Ivy with kite man of all people as like a well she's it's just a friendship she, she's with kite man mm-hmm. i'm like yeah kite man okay yeah 
<laughs> but yeah, there have been many episodes where a lot of the the focus of the show is their affection for each other, even though it's more framed in a, in a friendly than romantic sense. And I do believe the show is going to go in that direction eventually. Yeah, it's just not where it is right now. Anyway, sorry about the, the <laughs> distraction. I just it popped into my head, and I no, I, I got you. Man, yeah, uh, in in a lot of incarnations, whenever she leaves the Joker. Uh, in the animated series, the original, when she hung out with Ivy for a little while, like they still did crime, mm-hmm. but it was more, hey, let's go have a good time and be fun gal pals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like it felt a lot more wholesome and entertaining and more fun and happy and, and almost kind. Like they did bad things, but they never like stepped on any innocent soul. They just, oh, you're a piece of shit. I'm going to steal your stuff. Okay, we can do that. We're villains. We don't care. And that's more of the aesthetic that she has run with in the recent years. And I'm really into that. Yeah. I think that whole... Because it's, it's, it feels more acceptable. Oh, like, yeah. Like, instead of just being downright evil, she's a good person who just kind of happens to be a little messed up and does evil things sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's the alternative to, like, the Joker movie. Yeah. Where it's like... Ah, society, ugh, fuck it, or whatever. Yeah, they, and it's... Uh, that was, uh, we haven't watched the new Joker movie with Joaquin. Joaquin. But, um, we'll get to it. Like, Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor. Yes. I, I want to see it eventually. Uh, yeah, just... it, it looks really good, and there's been good reviews about it. But it also it definitely is trying to be like, oh, the Joker's not such a bad guy. Yeah, the... <laughs> it was just society that made him this way. The That really misses the fucking point. Yeah, no, he's just evil. He's an evil person. Uh, Joaquin. But... <laughs> hey, he's just an actor, yeah. right? He's just doing his job. <laughs> he just, he's good at what he does, but... <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's... But it's still the, like the other side to the coin of the of this, of the what the Joker movie did, where it's like, ah, uh... A rebuttal to society is this aggressive, uh, almost assault on humanity as a whole. Mm-hmm. Where um, what you get with Harley Quinn and her portrayals in the past, and even in this one especially, uh, it's more of a uh, society. Fuck it. It's just have fun. And, oh, there's a girl in trouble just like I was. Let's help her out. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm going to take her lunch money, but it's not going to ruin her. Like, it's just small inconveniences or fucking someone who really deserved it up. It's never a malicious attack on all of society. It has understanding of nuance and that some people are fine and good and some are evil and bad. Mm-hmm. And the the other side of that with the Joker, which tried to get into, like, mental health issues and other stuff, which I'm not going to get into of whether they did a good, or, uh, a good job of that or not because I haven't seen the movie and I'm not going to shit on it for no reason. But, like, it's other aspect which was pretty well documented of society causes people to be bad and it causes them to lash out i mean th- that's possible it's, it's, but it's, that is no excuse it's true in itself yes <clears throat> but it shows that there that's the singular mindset of this character and we can see with harley quinn's character that there's another option you can lash out mm-hmm. without it being this cruel maliciousness mm-hmm. is kind of the point that i resonate more with because yeah. I'm all for lashing out against society and the man. No one said that in years. <laughs> but, like, I'm against, I'm all for that shit. But you have to target it. You can't just be like, eh, I hate everyone because everyone's bad. No. Some people are in positions where you have to 
let shit go and trying to support them and then fuck everyone else up. It's yeah. Point is, I think that did a better job of doing of showing that off. <laughs> um, I agree with you. Um, I don't think anyone's gonna. Do you, do you wanna? <laughs> love that. Do you wanna talk about the movie now? Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like. We're talking about the movie, but we haven't really actually talked about the movie. Talked about the movie, yeah. All right, we'll talk about the movie, but first, I'm gonna eat a bit of salam. You don't have to announce that. You could have just eaten it. I didn't have to, but I wanted to. This is why we only have 50 viewers. <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> that hurt my soul. Okay. Oh. Um. So, in the movie, I don't want to give. I mean. It's been a while, so, like, if there are spoilers, it's been long enough. And also, if you're listening or watching this, then I feel like you've yeah probably already watched it. Also, you should have seen it. It was very good. It was good. It was very fun and very, like, as a, a, someone who is a part of the... The female species. Um, <laughs> the female species. Um, oh, it God. was very, I don't know, it felt like, yeah, kick butt, like lady power sort of yeah. deal. Uh, it felt like that one scene in the Avengers where all the ladies showed up together and beat the shit out of Thanos for a minute. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean, that was a good movie, too. That was a good movie, too. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Superheroes have been fucking shit up lately. Yeah. I need to stop swearing. <laughs> Um, but, man, you know what I mean? This is my line of Sorry. It's okay. Uh, it's feminine okay. power, the real... Okay. yeah. There are just a few of the things that I liked about the movie was that it was very, I don't know, female power-based and, like, yeah, there were guys in it and Obi-Wan was fantastic. Oh, I love Obi-Wan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ewan McGregor is... I've never watched a movie with him in it. <laughs> And not liked his performance. I mean, maybe didn't like the movie, but yeah. I've never not liked his performance. Yeah, like, I love Moulin Rouge. I don't think I'd love it without him. Well, no, I think it'd I mean, be okay. He's half the yeah. duo, but he's just—he's <sighs> so good. He's, he's so good. <laughs> he's a beautiful man. He's great at mm. acting. Great at singing. Mm. Mm. He's good at all of it. He's so handsome. <laughs> I know I already said he was beautiful, but. <laughs> Yeah, he's just, I don't know, sounds like a, like, I'd, I'd want to sit down and have dinner with him. Yeah. I feel like it'd be wholesome. Until after dinner, <clears throat> yes. But, yeah, no, I agree. His performance was fucking spectacular. Mm -hmm. uh, the best villain DC has had, period. <laughs> Which what is... do you mean? You don't like Doc Ock from Spider-Man? <laughs> you don't like Venom? From Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, for, for, for the record, she is very aware of Spider-Man's Marvel. Yeah. Just for the record. <laughs> That's okay. I'm a female. I don't know anything. Oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that is a joke. I just know there's going to be people who are like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> but real quick. The Tobey Maguire, when he's when he's playing Spider Man, the what movie is it? Number three, when when, um, he's... when Venom pops up. Yeah, yeah. The kid who plays Venom, the guy from the seventies show. <laughs> that was so. They look like brothers. Yeah, they really I, do. When I was little and I watched that, I was like, 
<laughs> Tobey Maguire is two characters in this movie. <laughs> um, but I was really little, so yeah. Anyway, back to <coughs> Marvel. Back to Marvel's Harley, Harley Quinn. Um. <laughs> so uh, you were saying that the some of the things you liked about it, specifically like the the, the feminine energy in it, mm-hmm. the power behind it, and Ian McGregor's mwah, performance. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like there are other things with ladies in it that. It, show the power of ladies but like even though dudes have been men have been <laughs> dudes dudes bros. <laughs> bros even though bros have been broing it up for years <laughs> yes now. and like i i still like any character male female whatever gender um i always like it when they are i don't know finding their power mm-hmm. finding their the thing that makes them really just expand. yeah i think that definitely appeals to <laughs> expand i didn't know what word to use <laughs> i need some coffee so uh yes i think i think you bring up a good point i think that uh the search for themselves is always a very popular topic for uh, for some uh, movie or show or whatever and I think this does a pretty good job of it where finding your power is finding your independence yeah. and your self, sense of personality and self. Well, I mean, Harley Quinn was a lot. This Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn or Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey, whatever you want to say it. I feel like did have a big finding your independence storyline. Yeah, that I mean, the whole the movie <laughs> originally was called and the fabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn. Like that was the big part of it. Which also caused a weird backlash from gross men on the internet. Yeah. But fuck them. We're not going to talk about that. Relationship goals. <laughs> Harley and Joker. Gross. They love each other so much, Ollie. And they do crime. They're like Bonnie and Clyde. Ew. I mean, Bonnie and Clyde are more relationship goals than Joker <laughs> and Harley Quinn. Yeah. Bonnie and Clyde, they were, they were both freaking evil. And yeah, but also they, went down pretty cool. Yeah, but they didn't beat each other. They didn't beat each other. So they were on equal standing, as far as we know. He might have even been a feminist. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, probably. From, from what I've heard, she liked to be the one that killed people. So yeah. Man, they were a wild thing that they happened in real life. <laughs> that was a real it's thing that wild. happened. Yeah, Bonnie and Clyde, and they also had the best names. <laughs> to be villains, you know what I mean? It, yeah. To be real life villains, Bonnie and Clyde, like Tom and Linda. That's kind of lame. Tom and Linda. You don't hear about Tom and Linda, the criminal couple. That's lame. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's dope. Yep. We'll talk about this later, but we never went to see that <clears throat> black Bonnie and Clyde movie. I forgot what it was, like King and Smalls, Queens, something. <laughs> Smalls. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting all this out. <laughs> um, I don't remember what it's called, but I know what you mean. Um, the guy from Get Out was in it. Yeah, we need to see this sometime. You know, for a podcast and channel that talks a lot about movies and books and comics, we don't know the names of a lot of things. I don't know the name of you know, anything. <laughs> if we want more than 50 followers, and <laughs> we appreciate you, we're so glad you're here. You don't even know. But... If we want more than 50 followers, we should probably do a little more research so that 
Instead of saying, yeah, the guy who was in, you know, <laughs> get out. We can actually say the person's name. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe someday. <laughs> maybe someday. Let us know in the comments below if you would like us to do more research. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know if you want us to try harder. <laughs> but then that's not relatable, Ollie. And we want to be relatable. <laughs> we want to be relatable. All right. So I don't even know what we were saying. What was one of your favorite parts about the movie? Me? Uh, I really like. I really like the characters. Mm-hmm. I have my issues with Cassandra Kane because the, her origins in the movie and her origins in the comic books have nothing to do with each other. Right. And I think the Cassandra Kane that we got in the movie was a wonderful character. I really liked her. She was the the young, impressionable youth. Yeah. And she was fun. And in the end, she became Harley's protege, which I'm, is kind of fun. Oh, I'm super I like into the, that. I like the idea of Harley raising a child. Yeah. And not, not a baby, like, but like a teen. Well, yeah. Like, like a I, grown I teen. Like I feel like she'd be a good mom. <clears throat> like she'd feed the child and yeah. house it and stuff. But she'd also teach it how to kick butt. Yeah. And like probably steal. But like the kid already knew how to steal, so. Exactly. No, I'm super <laughs> in for her picking up a protege. That's super cool. Uh, like they could have just. I what I really wanted mm-hmm. was I would have preferred if Cassandra Kane was just a original character for the movie. They're like, hey. We're gonna make up a character, and maybe they'll throw it into the into the comic books where she gets her own protege, because that would have been the fucking shit. Yeah, and you get a new character that way. Yeah, and they did a really good job with Cassandra. I thought she was just the the innocence in her of like, I mean, I'm just stealing to steal and you know get by and shit. Yeah, like I I kind of have a sucky life, and yeah. I'm good at stealing, and if I steal enough, maybe I can yeah, be and, on my own. Yeah, and there was literally nothing like. <clears throat> evil or cruel or malicious about her just kindness like like yeah she was doing a bad thing she was stealing but, but she really, seemed like a genuinely good person yeah she was only stealing because she, she kind of well she didn't have to but she wanted to be on her own she didn't want to be going through these foster homes that didn't want her and that maybe possibly beat her she did have a broken arm yeah but throughout the movie i was like is that really broken is that arm really broken <laughs> or do you just shove stuff in there because you steal it she definitely, I'm not sure. I think it wasn't even broken. But that's what I'm saying. Like, she wasn't, like, a smart, uh, in, she was very uh, ingenuitive. That's not a word. She had a lot of ingenuity about her. <laughs> and, <laughs> the one. That's the one. And she just was really good. But, like, her, her, her purpose, porpoise, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. But her purpose was well served but it, she didn't have to be cassandra kane mm-hmm. that could have been a different character with the fact that they don't even have a bat girl yet yeah. like they could have held off on cassandra kane for forever <clears throat> long honestly and i would have really i really wish she had been an original character that way it wouldn't have been like uh by her being so cool and interesting it's ruining <laughs> a different character because that's that's gonna make people not like her yeah. and i did like her so yeah that's a thing but in but Despite the fact that that was sort of like a weird positive negative, because I think she's great. I just wish she was a different character. Mm-hmm. I, I think all of the characters were pretty spot on. Yes. They were all changed and altered in some way. But what makes them like... The thing that made them interesting in the comic books, they kept that. Mm-hmm. The the Black Canary, her thing being a... 
someone who sees something bad happen and needs to interact, needs to fix it, needs to do something about it. That's always been uh, like critical to a character. Mm -hmm. uh, way back in the day, she her character existed in the Justice Society. She was a she's an oldie, mm -hmm. and eventually they brought her back, and they're like, "Well, what? Do, how do we do the origin? We just make this character come back." Uh, and they're like, "She's a legacy. It was her mom." Done. <laughs> and they they brought that into the into the movie with literally like a throwaway line and that's perfect like they yeah. got her origin right uh does she need to be exactly in the same place she is in the comic book no i think they did a better job of like introducing her into this universe than they have done with a lot of the other characters mm -hmm. i do not think they introduced wonder woman correctly in <laughs> in the previous movies but Gal Gadot. No, she did a great job. I just think they really fucked up her introduction. She could have. <laughs> they could have done way better. <clears throat> yes. Uh, but yeah, like they did such a good job introducing Black Canary and keeping her like adjust, like just right at her roots, mm -hmm. where it doesn't. They throw away all the weird, <laughs> like comic book nonsense and stick to the. She's trying to make a, a living somehow. She's trying to use her talents. Yeah. She tries her best to help people who need it. And so on and so forth. That is critical to what is her, what made her a good character, and got rid of the fluff. Uh, Detective Montoya, she is a badass. I like her entire... I'm so done with every single person in this entire city. I'm going to shoot someone <laughs> style. I really like her too. And uh, Huntress was the one I read. She was still uh, Batman and Catwoman's daughter from the future. <laughs> So very different. I know that her current inter like her current backstory in the movie is actually pretty much the exact uh, same as her. They give her an actual backstory. personality in this, and the personality is a bumbling idiot who doesn't understand. That was fun. That was cute. <laughs> her and Black Canary just trying to interact with each other was hilarious to me. So yeah, I think they did a really good job of taking the the roots of each character, taking their backstories, and not fucking them up too bad, but making them usable for like a modern setting yeah tell me how else you feel <laughs> <laughs> sorry i went off a little bit uh kind of long there didn't i yeah sorry about that baby That's okay uh why don't you tell me then what what is the the core premise of this movie what happens in general <laughs> well she, joker and her break up they have to find the little girl because she stole a diamond Ewan McGregor is a bad guy. Yes. She teams up with the, the ladies. They call themselves Birds of Prey, and they take down Ewan McGregor. I mean, yeah, that that is everything that happens. I Short suppose. and concise. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, I guess what I was hoping you'd bring up is that the, the, <laughs> the majority of the movie is about, at least from what I gathered, from what I felt, it was mostly about Harley Quinn and uh cassandra sort of developing a relationship uh and the relationship is harley quinn going from being kind of a dick to like all right you're a child i'm gonna protect you and take care of you and seeing that relationship develop over this like two hour movie or something from uh, it was very entertaining i think they did a really good job with that as well and that's what drives the movie is uh harley quinn needing something from her and then deciding it's more important to keep her safe and protect her than herself. Yeah. And I think... 
it was a mutual need. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was just Cassandra needing someone to protect her from no. Obi-Wan. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ooh, that would have been a hell of a movie. I think in the long run, <clears throat> Harley Quinn needed... Cassie because it helped her understand more about herself and more about the concept of caring about something more than yourself and like being able to trust someone else and that this is a kid who needs more than what I don't know maybe what I had or what I'm able to provide so I have to work harder for this kid um, I don't know. I think it helped Harley Quinn become, like she says in the movie, a, a better person. Yeah. Like, or a better villain. Or, <laughs> you know, a better, better version of her villain self. Yeah. It's also, I don't know, I, it seems like the two of them, like, they're the core of the movie, obviously. And it seems like they're basically the pieces of each other that are kind of not all the way there. Uh, Cassandra is good at stealing but she's very weak otherwise and that's not like a slight on her character she's a child like she's gonna be weak she's gonna be vulnerable that's that's what it is is <laughs> to be a child she still is smart and figures stuff out and can steal <laughs> with expertise <laughs> but she isn't able to you know defend herself against the rest of the world harley quinn on the other hand like fights against any vulnerability and is always pushing back and fighting and has none of that like sense of of vulnerability to her and i think her character needed that not as like uh she has to be soft in some way but i think the character themselves as the way it was written as a breakup story a lot of people who break up sort of build up this wall or whatever and eventually that wall's you know adjusted broken down opened up whatever through the understanding that, oh, I am vulnerable, and that's fucking fine. And I think showing these characters off in the way they did, making that sort of like a weird metaphor for accepting your own vulnerability after a tense breakup or abusive relationship, that's that was interesting. That was, I think, very well written. Yeah. It was an all-around really good movie. Um, I can't think of anything negative that <clears throat> I think about it. But as some like someone else going to see it, like if you don't like things that are kind of goofy or campy, then mm. you might not like this because yeah. it, it it does have its I don't know it it knows what it is. Mm. Yes, it's action. Yes, it's super hero adjacent. Villain, you know, <laughs> it's comic. But book-y. it's it's also goofy. It's Harley Quinn, she's very bubbly, and, like, if you've ever read one of the comics or uh, watched one of the animated series, you know that she's not only, you know, tough and she's a villain, but she also likes to have fun when she does it. Yeah. <clears throat> there's definitely a set, like, if there's anything I would knock it down for that I think anybody, anybody else might as well, it would probably be just, I don't know, the, like hard r rating for it was probably good because <laughs> of the absurd violence and other things in it but i think it also pushed them to try and be a little edgy with like whatever they put into it yeah when sometimes it felt a little forced uh 
But I feel like that's also just an issue whenever anyone's trying to write like a character who's wacky. Like it's hard to write that super organically unless you're a wacky person. <laughs> and that's just not typically what people are in this setting. Yes. So like maybe that'll put you off. I am, I know that there was a couple scenes where I was like, okay, sure, why not? But then there are other scenes where she fed some random person's arm to her new pet. And I'm like, okay, that was edgy and interesting <laughs> and actually funny. Like, there's just a mix of that. And I think as they continue with this character in further movies, because you know they're gonna, I think they'll get better at writing that more organically. So yeah. I, I think this is... A, this I mean, this is like a, the first try at a basically a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. Um, also... <clears throat> Now that, you know, I'm rethinking things, the voiceover is not great. That is very, like, early 2000s style yeah, of movie. Like, I understand what they're going for, and it does feel very, like, a Harley Quinn style thing to do, but it was also, like... Like, what am I watching? 16 Candles here? Like... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you almost feel like you're watching a high school movie where... They're like, oh, over here is the popular kids. <laughs> and if you look over here, that's me. And this is how it all began. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like <it's... laughs> yeah, that's... Agreed. I think that's one of the things where I was like, okay, why yeah. not? But honestly, it's not enough to detract from it being overall a good movie. Um, I think my biggest issue is Ian McGregor. Because... <laughs> He should be in it more. He should be in it more. <laughs> and he should be in other movies. Yep, which... Uh, maybe he will be. I maybe. mean, okay, spoiler alert. Boom, spoiler alert. Um, <clears throat> in the end of the movie, he dies. He doesn't just um, die. He gets, like, clouded into meat dust. Yeah, and, like, you see it happen. When he's thrown off the bridge, he has a grenade on him. And, like, you see... The explosion. <laughs> um, however, they could do some movie shenanigans, and he could be fine. Like, obviously, yeah. beaten up. Maybe he has a few parts that are... Um, cybernetic. Yeah, cybernetic or, you know, fixed up in some way. But there, um, they could bring him back if they wanted. There's literal magic in the world. Yeah, and comics are always bringing back dead people. Constantly. So it's possible. Yeah. Uh, I think literally the only complaint I have about Black Mask, which, again, best villain DC's had, period, uh, would be his mask was kind of ugly looking. Yeah, it was like a bike helmet also. Almost. Yeah. Not like a tricycle or a bicycle, but like, <laughs> like a motorbike sort of deal where it, like he just put the whole thing on and yeah. it was just made of... Really clunky metal-looking stuff. And... Yeah, I, I they really should have gone more with the with the comic book on this one. Like I, I like most of their like pushes away from it, in most of the characters' adjustments. Uh, and Black Mask is far more developed in this movie than in any comic book he's been in. He's usually just look at me, I'm a mobster with a theme. Ooh, <laughs> like no one gives a shit. Fuck off, Black Mask. But in this movie, I'm like, ooh, Black Mask is cool. Mm -hmm. I like him. He was fun. Yeah. Like, he was an annoying uh, spoon up his 
but like <laughs> club owner who thought he was hot stuff and like he had he was very eccentric he loved collecting things mm-hmm. um and the in his apartment he has the shrunken heads which that scene is hilarious when he's like oh look at him he's so cute and it's a shrunken head um <laughs> he was very funny as well and yeah. like i don't know i think they could have made him Made his villain costume cooler. Yeah, they they could have, you know, done him right. In the comics, he just has this really creepy, like, BDSM mask. And that works really well. And I think it would have worked really well with <clears throat> with uh, with Ian McGregor's portrayal of him. Yeah. Where it's just so light and goofy to have this real sinister thing sort of, like, hidden somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think would have worked better than just, here's... He had it, like, on display. Yeah, it was like, I, here's who I am. Where I think it would have worked out better if it was more of a, all right, it's time to bring out my gross, nasty, dirty side. I mean, he, even if it were the BDSM mask, I feel like he could have still had it on display. Mm-hmm. But it just would have just looked better. Yeah, I, I think f- also... I don't know, I feel like his his, the big metal helmet... Just didn't go with his aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And having the BDSM mask, owning a club, and, like, being very, like, free and open, it would have also been like, oh, I mean, he probably uses this th- for more than just <laughs> being evil. Yeah. You know? uh, also, I think the the mannerisms and, uh, and style that goes with it would have been more interesting. Like, you mentioned, he just puts on a mask. With, uh, that st- with the BDM style of mask, it would have been more of, like, putting on a layer of skin, like, peeling something over yourself which i think would have had a much more physic much more uh eccentric physicality that he could have really played with mm-hmm. as an actor and they could have they could have done a scene where he was he was very menacing and he was like zipping it up or putting it on and there is a scene where he has one of his goons carve and like fillet off people's face and so it would have also gone in more of that direction because i feel like a bdsm mask like pulling it on or off would be like like you said, putting on a new face mm. instead of just, oh, here's my clunky yeah. helmet thing. It would have definitely stuck with his aesthetic and style <laughs> and theme more. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know why that was a thing, but whatever. It, yeah. It's literally a drop in the bucket for a surprisingly great character. If he isn't dead, I really don't imagine how he couldn't be, but I wish he wasn't. Because uh, every other villain kind of sucked. Aquaman's Orm super lame yeah <laughs> shazam's guy was okay but whatever they 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 casted the rock as a uh, black adam who's usually shazam's like number one arch nemesis but since the rock's playing him i can't imagine him actually being purely a villain They're probably like gonna... purely serious <laughs> yeah I feel like uh, there's some versions of that character where they're like an anti-hero, leader of a nation even. Uh-huh. And I'm pro- that's probably where they're going to go with it. So as yeah. far as a pure villain, there's no yeah. way that, that this isn't the best like one. They're going to show like a scene or two where he's making hard choices and he's trying to be good. but Yeah, maybe in the, in the next Wonder Woman movie because the last one, wonderful movie, horrible villain. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly. <laughs> Uh, maybe in the next one, though, like, it seems as though the big villain there is going to be Maxwell Lord. 
who has a whole lot of stuff in the comics. Maybe I'll tell you off screen because it has nothing to do with anything. But they're setting him up to be more of a Trumpian piece of shit. And maybe that'll be more of a, an enticing villain pulling from more of, a, of an actual real life villain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but until then, this is the best one we've had. And uh, it saddens me to know he's not going to be in other movies. Yeah. Uh, he was a good one. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I, think, I don't think I have anything else to really say. Uh, no, I think that covers it. I yeah. mean, it was a good movie. had a, a lot of good characters. All of the actresses and actors did phenomenal jobs for what they were given. Yeah. Uh, the action was really good. You know, yeah. When we talk about that, I, mean, I don't think we need to spend a whole lot of time on it. But the action sequences wonderful yeah i mean there was if you don't like bodies moving in ways they shouldn't <laughs> or like things cracking in gross ways then maybe be careful watching those <laughs> the action scenes a lot I know of bad kneecaps get, yes i get really grossed out about that sort of thing um <clears throat> so like watching it i was like oh this is a cool fight scene oh my god this is disgusting <laughs> so, but i mean it was still it was still a fun watch it was yeah, good. there's uh, an entire, like, I don't know, 20 minutes of fighting <laughs> where she's just on roller skates, and that was pretty fun. Like, there's a bunch of neat, interesting things they did with the fighting that you might not have seen in other things, and I really enjoyed it. It's not, you know, John Wick or nothing, but it's better than a lot of other <laughs> action sequences. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Did it, they did a damn good job. And uh, a lot of the, the music that they put behind... Not just the fight scenes, but a lot of the movie um, really goes with it. Like, it really yeah. sets up this feel of, I don't know, fun and, like, yeah, sure, she's beating someone up, but this is cool. This is, you know. <laughs> yeah, this is a moment. Yeah, no, they, they, they had a really good soundtrack, uh, which makes sense. The Suicide Squad, despite being far less good of a movie than this one was, still had a pumping soundtrack. Yeah. So yeah, I I enjoyed. Oh, uh, this one takes place after Suicide Squad. Yes, it is chronologically a, a, a not a sequel, but a after. Yeah. So it's the uh, it's the uh, Jared Leto Joker that she breaks up with. Which, thank God, <laughs> like <laughs> ugh. Ugh, that guy. That guy. Like uh. I'd rather her be with the Joaquin Joker <laughs> if she has to be with Joker. Yeah. Uh. Jeez. So let's wrap this up. Uh, what do you think? On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give this movie? Well, I mean, like... In my opinion... Because not everybody shares the same way in their movie tastes. Um, and I don't want to... Like, I don't want to give it a 10. Because that means it's, like, one of my favorite movies ever. So I'll give it, like... An eight. Like, I watch it again, <clears throat> but it's not like I need to own this movie and I love it so much. Yeah. Like, it's very good and I did love it. I loved while I was watching it. It was very entertaining. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to, like, run out to the store and get it, you know? Yeah. That's a, that's a good metric. I think I'll, I'll follow that along. I, th I think tens will be reserved for I need to get this sort of things. And... With that in mind, I'm giving this one a 9, where when it comes on Netflix, I'll watch it as soon as it comes out, and I'll watch it again, and it'll be fun. Uh, but, like, 
there, you know, were tiny little things where I'm like, ah, they could have made this a little more interesting. Maybe the voiceover could have been scrapped. Maybe they could have did whatever. And uh, yeah, it could have been just a little bit better. So I'm giving it a nine. Great movie. Did a really good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is. Uh, I think that's about it. That's everything, folks. Yeah, that's everything. Catch us next in two weeks. Yes. Don't forget to <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe? Uh, what do you two people say? And hit that bell. I thought they were supposed to like it. Yeah, you, you like it. You subscribe. You hit the little not for notification bell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, don't forget to go rate us on iTunes. Yeah, that would be really nice. Or yes. any podcast app that does ratings. It really helps when you rate us five stars. I mean, if you really feel like giving us four stars. But nothing lower. Um, <laughs> nothing lower than four. So thank you. Um, it really helps us because it gets the word out to more people that we exist. Um, tell your friends. Tell your family. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> if you don't do anything else, telling people to listen to our show is the ne- is the best thing you can do. Yeah. If you do nothing else, just, hey, listen to all, huh, huh. Yeah, even done. If, even if it's like, hey, I listen to this really crappy podcast, you should go, <laughs> you should go see how bad it is. Uh, that still helped us. So. Somehow, yeah. Or you could say maybe, hey, I listen to this okay podcast. It's getting better. I don't know. Give us something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't have high expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. This was fun. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.